Yes, dudes and dudettes, Major League Sweet Hangs are back in town. This is Corey Hicks from twitch.tv slash chicks underscore 18, and you're listening to We The GamerCast, hosted by Sean Capri. Peace. Sean Capri, and welcome to We The Gamer Cast. It publishes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google Play and probably a hundred other places every single Monday, but patrons get it first. Thank you for subscribing. Thanks for rating the show on Apple Podcasts and all the other things that you do, telling your mom about this show. Thank you guys so much. And if you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet. We talk about video games, and if you want to be on the show, it's super easy. All you have to do is tweet at me, at Sean Capri, Sean like Connor Capri, like the pants. I can barely even say it. I'm so excited, guys. I'm a little over caffeinated. It's late at night. I'm about to record yet another episode with Kaylee Woomer, just like you heard last week. Kaylee Woomer, holy crap, we just geeked out about a whole bunch of stuff, including Dragon Age, and I freaking love Dragon Age. Have you guys played the Dragon Age? Have you experienced? Do you guys even know what we're talking about when we say Dragon Age is the best series ever? Oh my goodness gracious, what a good time. I can't wait. In just a moment, I'm going to be chatting in real life with Kaylee, but on podcast life, I'm going to be talking with a Mr. Kevin Austin from PSVG Land, and Kevin, oh man, guys, we met an extra life. But before we get there, I wanna I wanna thank everybody who supports Bobby and I over at patreon.com slash you Capri. That's what makes this all possible. That's what makes me having gone to Extra Life last year possible. It makes E3 potentially possible, or maybe even go into the PSVG house party. Who knows, man? But what you guys are allowing me and Bobby to do and accomplish with our lives is incredible, and it's all thanks to everybody at patreon.com slash Capri. and I want to give a very special uh, thank you to a couple people, including our gold member patrons, but a special thank you to newcomers, Diamond executive producer Vulcan Logic, and returning platinum executive producer Robert Bobby Miller. Thank you guys so much for re-upping, and, and Joey Splats for joining us once again over at patreon you guys are now you are in a league of your own which is amazing and you also get to participate in the whole pants patreon podcast for patrons podcast my weekly ama you can ask me whatever the hell you want you can even ask like other patrons what they think and they'll have a conversation with you it's very strange the only way to understand it is uh to uh to participate at patreon.com uh slash ub capri so thank you guys so much uh, also our gold member patrons like mr and mrs nasty boots james johnson who by the way was on nintendo talk and or nintendo talk replacing nintendo talk um james johnson you rocked it man great great job joel brooks the falcon jonathan brown purple monkey entertainment Ryan Turford, the man on the moose, and Egg Shen himself, Zach Bradshaw. We've all got names. We've all got like the like nasty, but that's not your name. That's not your Aaron. Thank you, man. Thank you, and, and thank you for giving me tips on how to do a, a a burpee or maybe what to do next with my planks. And that's a that's a whole other story. Maybe we'll get to it someday. Maybe we won't. But for now, why don't we just jump right into it? Thank you again to Johnny Casino for editing this episode and last episode, probably the one before that, and probably the next one. Doing a great job, Mr. Johnny Casino. Um, guys, Kevin uh, Kevin Austin. 
We're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, Smart Pack and yeah, yeah, Wicked Smart Cars. It's incredible. The the accent here is mostly hidden, but every once in a while it'll pop out, uh, and you'll find out more why in just a second. Kevin and I met in November, and I am a big fan. I'm a big friend, and we've known each other for quite a while. But like I said, we got the, we touched, we touched in real life, and here we're gonna touch minds and ears and voices, I suppose. Um, and I'm glad that you guys are here to learn all about a mo- mo- little bit more about his PSVG land, and also. The reviews going up at www.gamesreviews.com. I'm not going to delay it anymore, so let's get right into it. Here he is, Mr. PSVG Prime himself, Kevin Austin. My, my office slash man cave is also half playroom so like from mm-hmm. this side over is all toys isn't that something that you just like i'm this is both actually like it's a man cave but also like a child's playroom but it's all mine like it manages well, to yeah. like not be for the kids but lincoln comes in here he's like and he always loves a little mario there's a mario set of the amiibo oh yeah oh mario has a white hat and like, no touching like <laughs> ah, ah, ah. like that one's not yours <laughs> no. buddy no see all my amiibo or farther over well some of them are the rest in storage but they're all open i couldn't keep stuff in packages do you ever think like like what would our grandparents think like what would they like they like they're fighting overseas for our freedom here i got grown man children just uh collecting it, the, collecting all the toys it's a weird thing because too like you know it's a sad thing to think about but like as as the grandparents pass away and you kind of go through their belongings or they move out of their home into somebody else's home so they kind of purge everything that's there mm-hmm. like you look at all their stuff that they kept and it's like oh these old rustic tools or you know this artwork that they did and then us it's like we got toys yeah yeah there's maybe like a polaroid or two still left over from like the 80s and early 90s but <laughs> yeah. that's probably that's probably kept by accident really that wasn't yeah, it was stuck in the bottom of the box somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> you there. forgot to get rid of it. I meant to get rid of this thing, but dang it, man, if it stuck around. Well, it's funny because, like, I think a lot of, like, my collection, like, my th- that that habit comes from my grandma. Actually, my dad's mom, she, we would always go over to their place. And um, actually, both my, my grandpa as well, but definitely my, my grandma had, like, those those treasure trolls. Remember those things with the crazy yes. hair and the, and the yep. gem from the belly the and everything? The gem and the belly button. Um, she had, like, man, you never seen this many. It's, it's one of those, like, if you ever go to her house, um, or if you were to go to her house, you'd think like you're just this crazy person lived there, like because who the heck has all these? Like they're they're creepy looking toys. They got like the bug eyes and everything, and yep. the hair is really weird. It wasn't like it wasn't really an endearing collection, but there was yep. like clowns and jokers and baseball players and all sorts of things that you could collect. But and now they're Justin Timberlake. And now, are they, oh yeah, I guess so. Is there, there's another movie coming out there. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How's that like staying up to date on the? Uh, well, actually, how old are your kids now? Your kids oh, jeez, they're old. <laughs> I, no, I got a four. I got a four. Well, almost five year old too. They're crazy. So I have the old ones. I have a sixteen, a thirteen, and a soon to be five next Why month. You, well, two months, April. Why did you do that? You were clear. We, you were free and clear, Kevin. You we always good. wanted. No, we always wanted three. We just had a, a difficult time obtaining the third child. That's oh my gosh, that's that's amazing lots dedication. Rags, after all that time, it wasn't as easy to get into my good basement. God Almighty. <laughs> That is terrible. <laughs> but you guys stuck with it. Like, yeah. Chelsea and I, like, when we, like, because I come from a big family. Like, I have um, two brothers and a sister, so there's four of us. And I thought, like, well, my parents could do it. Like, like why not? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. big family. We had a good time. We turned out all right. Like, none of us really ended up in jail. Um, and yeah. then, and then like, even, like, and Lincoln was, like, a good kid. 
and he was easy enough. But even at that point, I'm like, mm, we got to get to two before we get to three. You know, <laughs> like I don't know, if, like, I don't know if we want to do that. So yeah, it, the the third one, God bless her. But at, at my age now, it's like, man, I, I you know, it's like it's tough. It's a lot harder now. How old are you? You're young 30, still. Well, 38. But when I had my kids, my first kids, it was 21. So then to 38, like that's a huge. That's true difference like and kids age you i mean you you know barely but i mean you'll get there like by the time they hit that 10 years old like and you think like all right i'm gonna go back and have another one it's like i'm tired i can't even i'm just tired i that's actually heart-wrenching to even think about like to to, because i look at lincoln now or even ellie like and she's like Mm -hmm. she's starting to like pull herself up onto things she's like kind of walking around a little bit and um it's just it's you're happy and sad all at the same time Mm -hmm. and like the first year for ellie was like like she was like lincoln was so easy and like relatively speaking, right? Like all kids are, I think, are pretty tricky. But as far as kids go, like Link was pretty easy. Then Ellie came around and was like, she shit probably 18 or 19 times a day. Like we went through five times more diapers, and like it was just that's just the, the least of the worries, really. And, oh, and yeah. still, even her, like compared to like she wasn't colicky or anything. She just like pooped all the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like that first year, you kind of have this like, well, they'll never be this small ever again. But like this isn't the most fun ever. So you kind of want to like you want to you're aware of like the fleeting nature of mm-hmm. the tininess, and you kind of just want the next thing to come around. But also, ooh, I don't know. It's it's very conflicting. With Lincoln, I appreciated every single moment. Not that I didn't appreciate it with with Ellie, but with with Ellie, it was like, I mean, like you could like maybe just get a little bigger. Like you could hold your head up and because she's got a big head, Kevin. She's got a <laughs> big head. I spent most of the first year just making fun of her to like my friends and colleagues and stuff. Now she's cute. You should, you should do it to her face too. Now, she now she's, she's not going to remember. That's true. She'll just my be si- damaged my and not know why. My sister-in-law just had a baby and my wife is a stay-at-home mom. She's been since the first one was born, my firstborn. But she always kind of took care of babies that the family had or friends of the family. So she's always mm-hmm. kind of done like this in-home daycare thing. And we Smart. referred to her as the BFB. She's the big fat baby. And she's got an enormous <laughs> head too. So I... I I tell her all the time she's got a big fat head. So, but everything that like you would actually be making fun of a of a an adult like which would be really hurtful and damaging and not really attractive. Like it's cute as hell on a baby. Like this baby's oh, yeah. got this giant head or like big fat babies mm-hmm. that are like the funniest things ever. Like oh yeah, it's just I mean whatever man. It's all they good. give you that toothless smile. You just melt. She's she's good. She likes to she likes to. Oh, actually, right now she's kind of screaming. I think she's gonna like grow up to be like this metal singer because she's got nice. this great like yeah like it's hilarious she just but she's smiling while she does it so i think it's one of those like you think your kids are cute and beautiful but like if it was anybody else's kid you're like oh shut up like what is that what well your you kids are cute now? i mean maybe not when they're screaming but your kids are cute so you're okay thanks man i i would I tell you if they were ugly so i genuinely just... had to ask you like how old you were because i'm like i thought you were 28 i don't know no, why i thought you were God, like no. i thought you were like donnie and you guys both had kids when you were 13 years old you're like i can do no. what let's do it <laughs> No, 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 no. I, I, I went right from college to marriage to first kid in yeah. the same twelve month period. So, Ooh, really? Yeah, I grew up. I went super fast. I just fastly in the whole thing: high school, college, college, marriage, marriage, baby. Why did you do that? And I don't know. Is I there any, did. any, any no regrets? No, no. Because honestly, like I'm saying now, now that I had this third one so much later, I just feel old and tired. Yeah. So I feel like if I started later, it may not have. We may never have gotten that third one. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. When did you actually want to start having kids? Like when? Like when were you like, yes, kids, I want it, please. I kind of always once yeah. once me and my wife knew that hey, this is the one. We were yeah. like, yeah, we're ready to do this. Let's just nice. go. And nice. We did. 
Dude, I'm loving the space that you're in. It looks like you've got like a great space to like all do all the activities. Like you, you're set. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Well, it's when we when we bought the house. This was all multiple rooms. Uh, it's oh, actually knocked the doors down. Yes. Yeah, we we, knocked we knocked it all down, down. and it, I mean sure. it was all wood paneling, so we rebuilt it out. And basically, the premises is what my in-laws are around. This can be kind of an in-law space because it has its own kitchenette behind me, it has a bath, mm-hmm. full bath over there. So it's all stuff that we built from the ground up, and then we knew they were only going to be here, you know, staying at the house maybe a couple weeks out of the year at the most. That mm-hmm. primarily it's going to be my game area my tv all my consoles are here the computer's here and then the rest can be the playroom that's fine this is like this is the best thing about being an adult is like actually not 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 even you don't have to have permission for dad or mom or anybody like can i do that you're like how about i just build this room this space Mm -hmm. the way that i want it that is the greatest dude yeah oh man i love it speaking of being an adult i wanted to ask you because most this is me projecting a little bit um uh because i i just can't stop eating candy right now (laughs) i want to ask you about like your your what are your favorite like just terrible what's your garbage food that you go to you're like i'm craving a little something something like what's your garbage food see sweets aren't normally my thing or like so chocolate most of the or time it's like a pizza i'd rather have a pizza Ooh, than tacos see like, that's why i said garbage food because yeah, yeah definitely mm-hmm. what kind of pizza are you a actually i've got a couple of qu- i got a, I got a quick fire that i actually like to jump into Ooh. i've got i think i'm gonna do this at the at the tail at the bookend i'm gonna bookend the whole thing like this. well I, I, brought got... a, I brought a coffee so i was wondering where bobby was I, we were oh he'll come here eventually but he's he's often late Okay, because you're also not in your car, so I'm really confused as to what show this actually is. But I thought we were just kind of hanging out for Monday night. Oh, oh okay. That's, well, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, you play Division with Donnie, but you know, you just talk to me. I was gonna, play, I was gonna play. Hey, hey, hey! No, now, know, now, 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 I'm, a, I'm in bed right now. This is so anybody who might be listening to this conversation at some point in time. Uh, <laughs> I was asking Kevin what system you're playing Xbox or are you playing Division on. You said Xbox. Mm-hmm. And I said let's go, and you're like, I'm in bed. Yeah, I well, I. I get up at five five thirty in the morning. Yeah, so, so appreciate I, you're staying up late tonight, dude. Right, right. So typically I'm in bed, not normally asleep, but I'm typically in bed by ten ten thirty, and then I'm awake till normally like midnight. But I, I sleep very little. But the thing is, like, I game in the early morning, and then I game once I get the little one to bed till like ten ten thirty, and then I kind of go lay in bed and watch TV. Mm-hmm. Um, how yeah. many ga- how many games like a year do you do you tend to finish? Like, do you actually finish games, or are you mostly bouncing around? Now I bounce around because of these darn games that don't end. Yeah. Like, you know, your Fortnite, your Apex Division, like these are games that won't end. So yeah. I play these stupid things so I don't finish as many games as I like to. But I mean, last year I did pretty good. I think I knocked a lot out. The indie games make that easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was catching up on all these Sony exclusives I hadn't played. Oh, I got to um, do that, dude. So like I'm doing Horizon Zero Dawn for the first time now. I'm like halfway. Oh, wow. Yeah. That. So I did Days Gone before that. And then I'll have um, Death Stranding will be the last one I have to tackle, I think, before I'm all caught up on uh, exclusive. So I got to do yeah. I got to do God of War. Like, I I'm, <sighs> I feel like I'm about 30 percent of the way through that game. I just kept falling off of it. But part of it is probably because I don't do a PlayStation Drive podcast. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that makes it hard. So you end up kind of playing to the thing that you're the thing is, like, I don't know. Maybe I'll jump to this, too. Like, I'm all over the place here, man. I, I do have a couple of I have two sets of quick fire questions, okay. uh, sets of questions for you that I want to get to. Um, but I want to ask you about, like, if gaming has if gaming has sort of like changed or if you change your gaming based on uh, like you doing the podcast and creating content and things like for me, like I started writing before I even did any of the, the podcasting and stuff. I started writing because I needed to give my gaming purpose because I felt like kind of a like an idiot and like i was just like i was just wandering around just like playing god knows what and uh i felt like i should probably try to have some sort of deadline so that i could finish a game to do the thing i needed to give it some purpose 
And that is definitely carried over with like the Xbox Drive and Cup of Joe and everything like that. This is totally like freeform. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm, I'm curious for you, like, is has, has it given purpose to gaming? Has it changed it at all? Like creating the content? I think the the main thing for me is I do play more things than I typically would. I, yeah. I, I will bounce around. I'll try games that I wouldn't have tried because typically oh, uh, yeah. prior to PSVG, I would just, you know, buy a game. I'd finish the game. Then I would go buy a next game. Now mm-hmm. I'm buying, you know, five, ten games at once. Or yeah. Donnie's buying games and saying, hey, you need to play this because we game share. And yeah. review codes this and review codes that. So there's a lot of stuff getting thrown oh, yeah. out. So, like, I try all these different things and, and I dabble in a lot of them. Um, but yeah, typically this whole podcasting, this whole internet thing we're all doing now, it's, it's got me to reach and stretch and try different games. I probably never would have played like stuff like dreams. I never would have played that because I don't want to create anything. I mean, it's the same way Mario maker don't have zero interest. I don't want to build stuff. That's the developer's job. I, I buy the game to play the game, not make it. Um, but this opportunity we have now makes me feel like I need to play this stuff and also gives me the opportunity to play this stuff. So it's a lot more jumping around playing more different things than the, you know, typical maybe five to ten games on average I'd play a year prior to all this. It's it's funny because it seems like in a way, and particularly because like my my main focus is is on Xbox, how like with all the first party games coming day and date to like Game Pass, yep. like I had a serious like self-reflection go like do I should I be like even striving for review copies anymore? Cause like we're just all gonna get the game day yep. one anyway. So like maybe just it kind of resets everything. Cause everybody yep. like becoming a podcast or content creator is no longer like a special thing like it's not like you're that much different than like 90 percent of everybody else it's like if you game you probably podcast about it like it's become the same kind of thing what were some of like your like your mainstays like before you got into content creation like you talk about like the five or maybe 10 games a year like what were the what were the ones you went to ironically enough it's very similar to what your wife plays it was a lot of animal crossing and a lot of fallout dude <laughs> like those are those are my things this like, is why 100%. we're friends kevin this is that's that's so funny like our 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 houses are filled with the exact same thing yeah Just yeah power armors and isabel and all these things tom nook nooks and crannies and whatever else yeah. Yeah, really things, that really surprises yeah. me i don't know I, I don't know why i was expecting like a little like call of duty and and madden. no I, the shoot no madden definitely not i am the farthest from the sports game unless it was like the arcadey sports like ssx tricky stuff like those i love those types of games yeah um but regular sports no and the shooter thing that kind of just grabbed me when we got to this whole fortnite apex legends craze yeah typically the shooters i would play would be like fallout they'd be the story-based one wolfenstein stuff like that but Mm -hmm. competitive gaming wasn't a thing for me until this whole new ecosphere we're in now and now i'm more into it but prior to that no it was it was your long jrpgs or western rpgs and then these little things like Animal Crossing, Pikmin, those are the games like were evergreen that I can just continuously play. Like Pikmin, mm-hmm. I beat the story, but then I play the the versus modes or the co-op modes with my wife like nonstop. And I then, love like, it. Fallout, Fallout 3, I mean, I've beaten that at least 15, 20, 15 to 20 times now, I think. Have you really? I had no Dude, idea this I, was a thing. I love that game so much, and I would I would play everything. All the expansions were, were fantastic, and, and I've just done that all the way through up until, I mean, 76, but that's, you know. Yeah, that's yeah, its own that's thing. There. That kind of let me down big time. But like, yeah, Fallout Four, I played through. I, I haven't gone back to replay that one, but Fallout Three was one that I replayed. Anytime I didn't know what to play, that I just start that over, and mm-hmm. I'd almost always find something new I didn't know that was there before just by wandering. So, man, that, that was one. That was one that sort of like that was a gateway drug for me to like mm-hmm. show because like growing up, like we didn't we didn't really have the systems at our place. So I didn't really get into big long games. My experience with gaming, like growing up was mostly like fighting games, like street fighter two and everything like that. Or like at most maybe like a rebel assault or something just like very, just like 
quick, just nothing games because you had to own it really to dump 10 or 12 hours into the game yes. at a time when you were a kid. So we didn't really do too much of that. So when I'm, like Fallout 3 came along, I was like, oh, I always thought these games were for people who were like way smarter than me. I didn't think I was smart enough to do it, to handle it and be <laughs> able to like, to actually be able to beat it. And when it's like, like kind of wrap my head around like Fallout 3 and then later on like Dragon Age Origins was like, mm-hmm. Oh, I can play RPGs. Like it was so late in life for me, man. So it's interesting. Yeah. Like, um, I love games that are based in real world locations as well. Like Fallout Three. Yes. I, I remember um, wandering around the mall there, and then I went to actually I went to DC in real life. I'm like, the mall's a thing. Like, yeah, I, like I, I didn't know. And as a dumb Canadian, like on the other side of the world, like I had no idea that. Well, like, and then how Fallout Four is in my neck. Of that's the where woods, I so. wanted to get to. I was, I was, I was trying okay. to sort out like which one was three, which one was four. So yeah, Boston. Like, yep. Boston, and great. then you had Maine with the expansions, um, mm-hmm. Far Far Harbor, Far Harbor. Far Harbor. Mm-hmm. I wanted so to I ask, how how smart does a car have to be to park itself? It's wicked smart. Oh, wicked, wicked smart. smart. It's a ghost car. You click the clicker, <laughs> it parks itself. You click it again, it unparks itself. Who do you do you like? Find yourself slipping into uh, into a, a wicked accent with like family and friends and stuff. Maybe when booze comes out, a little bit. And the, the guys at PSVG catch it sometimes. I think for the most part, I kind of control it and i don't have that deep because i'm not in massachusetts i'm in rhode island which is a little south but right. like that connecticut is a little bit different than the typical new england stuff with the accents but it does slip out you drop the r's every once in a while and stuff drop but they'll the call ass. me out on it yeah. yeah oh dude i'm trust me i'm the exact like oh ula boot it like no oh, yeah. boot it. yeah like there's I, I catch myself every once in a while but i think it's a little bit more um i think i feel like sometimes i'm just lazy like I, when i catch myself i'm like i feel like my my mouth just had a stroke Yes. But, right. Like, like, you, don't think, you don't sit there and, and try and mask your accent, but occasionally it just comes out. And I mean, honestly, right now, so this coffee has booze in it, so it could happen tonight. I don't what know kind what of booze do you have in your coffee? Whiskey. Like a little Irish bit. coffee. Just a straight up, just golly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, hmm. Is it keeping you awake or does it like, does it booze you to sleep? It does both. If Uppers you listen to Prime this week, I actually had, I had whiskey, straight whiskey and G Fuel at the same time, so. What is this G? Okay, G Fuel. Can somebody explain this to me? Because I keep hearing about it. And I'm an. You idiot. had it, didn't you? Have it at Extra Life? No, I didn't. I had um, I had like maybe Rock Stars and Monsters, and I think you picked me up uh, a set of Rock Stars, didn't you? Or Monsters? Or... Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Wasn't you... me. No, somebody did on the way. Oh no, I'm in real trouble. Somebody definitely did me a salt. I think it was Jams. Jams. I think it was Jams. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if it was Jams. I'm pretty sure it was Jams games because you weren't drinking anything when I got there. Oh, I was saving it. I was saving it for the night time yeah. because you and I are the only no. ones. Well. Did Josh make it the whole night too? He took a little bit of a break because he started feeling nauseous. Um, but it wasn't because he was tired. It's because he hadn't had enough to eat. Like oh, that whole you gotta later feel stretch. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. Is like once we had those last couple meals, it was like okay, we have candy and chips, and it's like no, we need more than that. And Josh started feeling a little ill, so we took like a forty-five minute nap or that's, something. That's down actually a fair. Bit, I mean, I walked around yeah. a lot. Like I'm not trying to say I did anything more. You were you were that you were glued to your seat, man. Like you were. I got up to pee, and that was about it. That was. I mean, <laughs> we're maybe one step away from having some sort of tube attached, like some sort of catheter situation. <laughs> yeah. We're just like so you just don't have to. There's always next year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's the what's the bag? Um, oh no, I can't. So you don't. So like when you have a, oh, it's so bad. What the heck is that bag called? Like um, where you don't have to poop. And colostomy co- bag. Colostomy. I knew it was a C. Mm-hmm. Thank yep. you. Thank you. Everybody <laughs> else is like screaming, you dumb, dumb idiot. Extra life was something special, dude. Oh, it was. It was. But G, G Fuel is good. So it's it's the same thing as like Rockstar and stuff, but it's it? not carbonated. Okay. Number one. Um, but it's the same thing, but a little bit better. Less sugar. Uh, it's more just vitamins. It's basically a vitamin B and D bomb, I think, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it just gets you like just going but 
the flavors are good. I like them. I, I'm a big energy drink drinker as well. And yeah. like Monster was kind of my go-to always. Mm-hmm. But G Fuel with the different variety of flavors that didn't have that medicine-y aftertaste. Oh, yeah. Like it doesn't have any of that stuff. So it's like drinking Kool-Aid, but it gives you energy at the See, same time. See, that's the thing. So. I just need I just need fruit punch all the time. Yeah, G Fuel, I... G Fuel has fruit punch. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. so is it like a powder? Is it like, like remember, you can yeah. get like the Gatorade powder and make yep. your own, it's, which it's is powder. never really you, as good. You get the little tubes, which is what they gave for the extra life. If you hit a certain mark, you could order that shaker. Oh, um, yeah. these little single serve packets or you buy a tub and it comes with a little scoop just like Gatorade does. And yeah, you just make them and you legit like do you have this like every day? Uh, I used to. I kind of cut back and Extra Life kind of got me back into it. I had quit for a while. <laughs> yeah, and Extra Life was like, here's a sample. I'm like, oh, me and Josh both were joking. <laughs> um, but I bought some uh, at Christmas time for my kids because they actually like it. And I mean, my oldest sort of drinks coffee, but the youngest one doesn't. Yeah. Um, but I bought them buy one get one free during the holidays, so it's in the house. But I rarely have it now. But. I love the like trying to get an addict. Like, oh yeah, you just 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 have a little sample. Like it's nothing much. You're like right back in. You just have that rage come back. I'll tell you, if it was cheaper, back. I would be. I would. Be, it would be a daily thing. But it's like thirty five bucks a tub. Yeah. So you got to like look for the sales and get it, and mm-hmm. then. Then you could stock up on it. But yeah, if it was cheaper, dude, I'd be all over it. I've been really bad. I feel like um, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, in order to stream, I must have an energy drink. And sure. I, right. And you can get these deals. Like if you go to the right gas station, you get like oh, yeah. two for four bucks. And I'm like, what yep. a what a deal. I can't afford not to buy this. Like it actually would be theft if I didn't buy this thing. Like, you got to like, do like a, well, I don't know if you have them up there, but do you have like a BJ's or Costco? Costco. Like the, yeah. Yeah. But they okay, don't have so the like, sugar free stuff at Costco. That's uh, the biggest uh, thing. It's all just okay. full of sugar. Red Bulls and everything else is full of sugar. So you got to like, buy them in bulk and you'll save some. But yeah, mm-hmm, you don't want mm-hmm. the sugar ones. I'm with you there. I get yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to jump into the thing. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to uh, finish the whole thing off with um, a set of, um, of quick fire questions. Okay. So I'll start it off with um, because people may know you because Kevin hates everything. Like this is this is a thing, and uh, maybe before we jump into the questions, maybe we can explore where did like the Kevin hates everything. What is it, and where did it come from? Um, basically it came from Donnie complaining when I speak my opinion on things and it just turns into Kevin just hates everything. If I say something, um, so in the community, I'm not the guy that will just be like, like if Sean, if you hop in and post like, Hey, here's this article about this game. I'm really excited about. Yeah. I don't do that because to me, that's a non conversation starter, I guess. I'd rather have that discourse and, and exchange of ideas with people, but people always take it as if I'm angry and I'm fighting with them when mm-hmm. I'm really just saying like, Hey, here's what I think. Tell me what you think and try and you know change my mind or something like that. But people always just see it as me angry and hating everything, yeah. especially Don. Uh, if I criticize anything, it's instantly a, well, you just hate it. And it's like, yeah. well, no, maybe I'm asking more about it. Like Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. He, he got on me so bad for that, for the review I did on it and how I didn't fully say that. Well, if, unless you knew Dragon Ball Z, You'd be a little bit lost in this game because the, you just jump in and you're expected to know all the characters and all the people and you don't. And he's like, well, you, you could find out. You could read all the backstories and some of the side quests give you the information. And I'm like, I know Dragon Ball Z a little. And there were people I never saw. And I mm-hmm. looked up, I was like, yeah, this person was in one episode of the Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z. And I'm like, how would I ever know? And yeah. they just kind of drop you in. So he took that as, oh, I just hate Dragon Ball Z. I'm like, well, no, I'm just kind of challenging the the thought process here and you know, you just jump in and you're you? expected to know everything. And that's it. But yeah, I honestly don't hate everything. I just like to challenge people and get some different opinions. But people just take it a lot often that I just hate it. And well, I don't want to talk. I had, I had a feeling that you might say something like that. So I prepared a couple of just quick fire questions to prove yes or no. Does Kevin hate everything? So okay. really quickly, first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Um, does ha- uh, So this is a love or a hate type of response. Okay. okay. Domestic cars. 
Love. Okay, domestic beer. Mm. <laughs> Dislike. <laughs> hate. Okay. Right, I'll use love and hate, so hate. RPGs. Love. Uh, fruit snacks. Love. Uh, organized religion. <laughs> if I have to pick one or the other, I'm going to go with hate. Okay, so. <laughs> PB and J. Uh, I love PB. I hate J. Oh, no. So this is a love. Okay, uh, salt and vinegar chips. Love. Pineapple on pizza. Hate. You know that one. That was, that's part of my Kevin Hates everything. <laughs> I know, that's, that true. that's true. Most, I, I feel like that is 50-50 down the population. Um, former president of Nintendo of America, Reggie fils Oh, love Reggie. Sir Patrick Stewart. Love Sir Patrick Stewart. All right, man. Him. See? That's what, okay, so look at that. See, Kevin doesn't hate everything. I was. No. I think he came up pretty favorably right over yeah. there, man. Yeah. What is so you, you brought up salt and vinegar chips, so we have to talk about one thing. Okay. Because this is something near and dear to your heart that I think a lot of Americans don't know. Ketchup chips. And yes, dude, I love them. Yeah. They're really I good. They're Why ridiculous. are they not available here? Like, if I want good ketchup chips, I think the best ones I've had were uh, the chip brand Hers, H E R R S. Mm-hmm. Um, the only way to get them in the U.S. is if you buy their bulk pack, which comes with like all of their flavors, and you mm-hmm. get maybe like two or three ketchup. Yeah. But I get like twenty bags of stuff I do not want. Yeah, you don't need that, I, dude. I I love ketchup chips. It's you know I think the biggest thing for something to really like make its way into America from Canada, Americans have to realize that this is or that we have to somehow try and mask the the Canadianness out of it. Because I think yes. I think it would be able to I think it'd be a hit. I think everybody would really like it. But the first thing people think of when they hear ketchup chips is like, don't Canadians like that? So they go like, we can't have that. Like we yeah. can't like we're good with all of our other. By the way, you already have like 70,000 varieties of chips. Yes. And, why and is soda. it that weird? We get ketchup. Why do you not get soda? Like it's great. I like when when Chelsea and I go down to the States and we go like go on to like a Publix or wherever. And we're just like walking down the aisle and we are always taken aback by mm-hmm. the the selection like oh, yeah. you can have you can have vanilla in every soda not just like pepsi or coke it's like yes. vanilla plus cherry plus i don't even know what like in caffeine free in no in like diet or extra pop or whatever it's all these different things and you don't have ketchup chips it's be- right. I, the only conclusion i can come to is that it's canada first so you guys don't want it I guess. I, and the other one I like too, which we do have in the States, it's not as common, I don't think, and just Ruffles makes it in the States is the fully dressed chips. Ooh. That's the other one. They I like a, those too. They get a little much though. That's the th- I, like when I think of yeah, some you of can't these have chips. A ton. Okay. So when you think of some of these chip flavors, like do you think of like I think of like a like a sleepover? Like where like yeah. at specific people's houses, like like um my friend Chance, he had uh he had he always had the the fully dressed ones, like the all dressed and yeah. ketchup. And neighbor Matt's house, we had like uh, microwave popcorn all the time and we always had like very strict rules at all these houses on how thoroughly you needed to wash your hands before you get back to play video games oh Na- god yeah right neighbor Matt's was like just a towel chances house it was like go wash your freaking hands you gotta like, take a shower yeah. yeah pretty much like take to the fire hose because anything less is gonna be it's gonna be no good dude but Canadian stuff is good man so like th- those two examples mm-hmm. um we had it down here for a little bit and then it went away at Tim Hortons I used to love yeah, Tim okay. Hortons coffee I like you, Tim Hortons coffee, heard, but it's tough in New England because you got Dunkin' Donuts and you can't break that away from New Englanders at all. What, do you, uh, what are your thoughts on Dunkin'? I like, well, see, I used to like their coffee and they've kind of made some changes lately to try right? more like Starbucks and they're not as good. It's not very the, good anymore. The, dude, the problem is in Rhode Island, we have the most amount of Dunkin' Donuts per square footage in the U.S. So Put that within, on the license plate. 
if I get out of my house and I walk, so I'm talking mm-hmm. walking distance, I could walk to five different Dunkin' Donuts in a 10 minute period. Wow. That's, that's a lot how of styrofoam many cups. No, they switched to cardboard. Look at that. And, but that's one of the things I don't like. Because you don't like the cardboard cold cups? Super quick. Mm. It doesn't mm-hmm. retain the heat. I mean, mm-hmm. styrofoam's bad for the environment. I get it. But the the paper sucks. Not if you burn it. You just gotta you just gotta light those things up, right? You just not while you're drinking it. You don't want it to. You don't want it to end up in a landfill, so you light it on fire. Yeah, release the chemicals into the air. That's it's, fine. It's totally fine. It's Make totally sure you do fine. it in a nice enclosed environment. Yeah. So you don't let the you don't let the vapors into the atmosphere, and you're fine. Uh, yeah. Uh, I wanted like there's no transition out of here, so I'll just uh, shift gears on into PSVG land back over there. Okay. Um, you guys are celebrating what five years now, going into your fifth year. Your yeah, we're in year five now. Yeah. Um, you were there from the beginning. Yes, episode one. I was the one who drew the short straw and became the host by vote. So, but you and did you and Donnie meet in the Married to the Games forums? Yes. You yep. guys were born out of the Married to the Games. Yep. Uh, Us, Jason Lacey, mm-hmm. and Nathan Thomas, uh, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all met there and then kind of everybody else came uh, a little bit later. And so like, how was your internet dating prior to that? <laughs> Cause you guys all hit it off pretty well. Um, honestly it was a little weird. So the, the message board was our primary home in the Nintendo area pri- primarily. Cause that was Donnie was the only one talking in there mm-hmm. and married to the games as much. We love them. They were extremely misinformed and a lot of times are very wrong with Nintendo stuff. So that's kind of we would go there and be our, our jumping off point to be like, Gabe, what are you doing? You know, this, is, this is not right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. We were that guy. hundred mm-hmm. uh, percent. And then just that one day, Donnie's like, hey, I want to do this. Who's in? And I was like, yeah, I might be interested because I thought about doing podcasts for like a long time and just never was motivated enough to get up off my ass and do it. Yeah. Um, and Donnie gave me that that way in and I said, OK, we'll do it. And then as we sat down to do our first episode, we're like, well, who's going to act as host? And everybody just said, well, Kevin can do it. Zero yeah. experience. We, we never talked uh, other than messaging yeah. ever. And we just started and hit the mics go. And that's just how it how it was. I drew the short straw and was forced into becoming host. Which Dude, that is the best. This could have gone any other way if somebody else had been host. Like, who knows You know where it would have been if like Kyle was the first host. Would board with where would you be? Where, what, what would be different if you, if it wasn't you and if it was Kyle? I mean, I'd probably still be on, but I don't know if I'd be as upfront. Yeah. With everything, I think, because I, I was more than happy to just tag along and be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I would have been kind of thrust up into the person Donnie hates the least most of the time. Yeah. Um, is that is that sort of how the ranking goes? Yeah. It's kind of like, here's the people I tolerate the most. And then yeah. it goes down from there. No, it's not that way. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I'm he just knows I was there and I've always been a proponent for what we do and always push to, to do things better or bigger and, and kind yeah. of move forward. So I've kind of settled into that, you know, second in command spot because of that. But when we first started, it was literally just luck of the draw we brought jason on because he had flux to post we're like this guy knows how to podcast we'll bring him on and exactly and donnie and i had no clue what we were doing you know we had a microphone that was about it and just mm-hmm. kind of went there mm-hmm. yeah. what were some of like those early lessons you guys learned at the beginning oh geez um a lot of the the uhs and ums and yeah if you don't have a word to say just stop did you like listen were you listening back to the show like would you record and then yes. listen back or would you want to i remember like the early days like i would go back and forth on do I even want to hear this? Like, do you want to put yourself through it? Like, you're just like, I just know this is bad. Like, I don't really want to listen to it again. But then after a while, it becomes like, maybe it's like, do you actually want, do you actually create a show that you yourself want to listen to? Maybe right. That's maybe like a key trigger in the whole journey that, that kind of we all go on. Yeah, for sure. It, it would, a lot of it was in the beginning. I listened back just to hear what could I do better? Mm-hmm. What would I want to change in the episode? Now, I honestly, I don't listen to any of my shows. Yeah. Um, if I'm on it, I typically don't listen to it at all. Unless Lucas and I, 
do something that at least we thought was funny, we'll listen back just to laugh at it again. So but I don't good. listen to any of the episodes that I'm on. So, see now I lo- I do so many shows that if I I can like actually fill up all of my podcasting time with my own shows. So I, that's yes. it. I just listen. I just listen to me. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> that, what are, well, and for a while that's what we were doing too. Until we kind of decided, like, let's split PSVG up into these different pods of people and, and pods of podcasts. Yeah, and kind of break that up because it was a lot of, and some people still say it's a lot of Donnie. And you know, it, it, I was on numerous shows at the time, or I was editing every show for a while, and it just got to be too much. And then we kind of said, all right, let's focus. Let's make the best products we can make. You know, individually mm-hmm. do crossovers whenever we can. But ultimately, like, okay let Kyle and Josh go do their board game thing. Like, let them be them. Yeah. And we'll, we'll help us written and get to where they are. Donnie took to the shack and ran with that. PSVG became the prime show. And we kind of just, you know, split off into these different things. And mm-hmm. the PSXP is relaunched and that's going pretty well. So it's just these different things of uh, focusing in and just kind of splitting it because we're so big. It's hard to wrangle all those people at certain times. So if we kind of give them a little bit of a leash while still maintaining, you know, creative control or just, you know, hey, this is what we need you to do. This is what, you know, you should do. Um, yeah, still all under the fun. umbrella. Yeah, exactly. Well, and now, like as we record this, I think it was just yesterday or the day before that, um, like the big changes for the Stadia show as well. So yeah. Google Stadia, like we had Jared Gauthier on. Um, he was the first one going yep. coming back weekly, which was awesome. Um, and I've been meaning the joke that, that really that we haven't even addressed here is that like you should have been on this show like a long time ago. Like <laughs> it almost almost became a joke. Of, like we'll get to Kevin. We'll get to Kevin. And it's yeah, like. Yeah. Okay, but the show is canceled. <laughs> yes, the one time we tried to do it, the show then it got canceled. I, I had to delay. Yeah, uh, I forget what it was, but there was something came up last minute. And I had to delay, and then it just and then like three weeks later, you were just that like that was Dump. pretty much it. I, I think that was I think that was like I I had some uh, some remaining shows still scheduled, and I yeah. basically like, but I think that was just it. I'm like, this is crippling to have right. a show like. Um, canceled or whatever and and even now too like i i've been lucky to be on a bit of a run here um that nothing has been like i had a cancellation but i still had i had a couple weeks before we got going weekly so i've actually got still one extra in the can so you're kind of actually a week ahead um but if the case were to come where i don't have an episode like locked and loaded for a monday i probably just won't do an episode and that's just gonna have to be okay that's mentally that's what you gotta do i I think so right we've all been burnt out at different points 100 percent. if it if you can if something happens like it comes down to Lucas and I too. We typically record Thursday nights. If something comes up with one of us, we're super flexible and we say, "All right, well, we have Friday, Saturday, Sunday to fix it." Yeah. Uh, because I still need like Sunday night or Monday morning to edit and have it out for Monday morning. If it doesn't happen, okay, we'll let it go. But we yeah. just try and be flexible. And say, okay, we'll make the effort to fix it. But if not, we're not gonna frantically record something. At, you know, five a.m. Monday morning to release it. It's fine. Can I, I think the people that listen to you regularly understand too. Like we're not just. This isn't the only thing we do. Well, and especially at this point in time, like, I I don't know. It seems like we've all just kind of like fallen into a bit of a groove for sure. Um, I wanted to ask you, like, are podcasters and content creators allowed to take vacation? Like, are we are we allowed to do this? Yes. Um, Although what we've always kind of done with PSVG, which is maybe a bad thing, too, is we kind of just pre pre record things to then release. So there's still some content going out. You hear Mm -hmm. all the time. Like Twitch streamers, are like, hey, if I take three days off, I lose a million subscribers, something like that. Yeah, I don't feel that pressure in podcasting, right? And I think most people are always maintain a backlog of podcasts. Like I'm always, I'm never listening to something the day it comes out. Most of the time, yeah. Um, there's certain podcasts I will jump the queue and I'll listen to them first. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the time, I'm always at least half a week behind, if not yeah. a week behind things. And I think it's okay. And if you miss a few, I think people actually sometimes take a sigh of relief and say, okay, now I can catch up. And mm-hmm. 
hit you back when we can, especially with what we do. I mean, you look at if we miss a PSVG Prime, that's fine because there's probably gonna be three DLC episodes that drop this week anyway. So you'll have something to listen to us. How sometime. how often are you at the mic doing stuff? Because like people know you primarily for for PSVG Prime, but yeah. like you're you're at that mic a lot, man. Yeah, I, I'll do the appearances. I do, I do DLC when I can. Um, Arcadia Academia. I'll do well. This is a little bit of a spoilery thing. We haven't made fully announcements yet, but Kevin hates everything is going away because oh. there's something different coming. Okay. There's 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 more than just stadia changes. When are you announcing but, everything? This is like when I had Alex Van Aken on. I was like, when did like this is embargoed information? We could we could make it happen at the right time. This will be Donnie and I will be recording a special PSVG this to release in early March. Okay. I don't know if it's gonna be the first or second week of March. We have some big announcements coming, um, or have come if depending on when this is dropping. It'll, um, it'll drop we'll make... for, Patreon, for patrons on March 6th and then free feeds on March 9th. Okay, so something's... Give it up, will, baby. Will, no, I can't. Something's oh, will happen. I almost had him. And some things will happen immediately after, but I will say, Sean, yep. November to remember Ain't might nothing. not look as impressive after this. Dang, dude. So, there's some things happening. Well, I was going to ask you a, a bit more of like an open-ended question on like things that... like I want to, I want to get a little bit of insight on things that you've always wanted to do, but maybe you haven't been able to, or maybe Donnie said no, or like you guys haven't got around to it. I have a feeling that what you're teasing here is a few of those things. But aside from that, I was wondering if there's things like in five years, you guys must've had like a trillion ideas. You toss things around. Like we did the mub thing for a little while there too. That's also <laughs> like, that's a whole other chapter in our storybook here. Mm -hmm. um, but what are some of the things that like, maybe you or, or some of your like PSVG colleagues wanted to do, but like you never got around to it or just didn't really take off. I think for the most part, everything we've wanted to do, we've done at some point in some shape. Yeah. Um, you look at uh, probably the biggest thing that we haven't been able to bring back yet is the OT. Yeah. I genuinely miss that show, but due to coach's schedule, his life now with the, with the little one that he has going on it. in school, I mean, dude, He's a coach. He literally coaches like everything. If there is a sport, he is doing it. Yeah. Um. So like I was in Florida. I was in the same town he lives in for a week and we couldn't link up because he had just meets or he was in school, you know, during that period of time. Yeah. So things happen. And, and I really wish that that could come to fruition. But we also have said that we don't want OT to just come back as something else. Like it, it shouldn't be Kevin does OT. Right. It needs to be coach. It needs to be dev. Like that is that show. So we yeah. let it be. Um, some of the things I'd like to do more of, honestly, is probably stream. Yeah. Uh, I don't have the computer set up to make that happen yet. So I can only stream like from the console, yeah. which limits me a little bit doing, you know, just stuff on the Xbox. I would like to do something like that a little bit more regularly. And Donnie wants me to do that more regularly, but we just haven't been able to make that happen right now. Um, do do you mean that you would play more PC games if you had a beefier P like you, is that what you mean? Or like, no, I'd use the video capture card. So I have the stupid Elgato thing. Yeah. 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 And here's my issue. I, I built a PC. Well, I didn't build it, but I, I built a custom PC. Yeah. Um, year two of PSVG. And it's perfectly capable of running better things. However, my USB 3.0 port that says it's USB 3.0, mm -hmm. that said it when I bought it, it is in fact blue as USB 3.0s typically are. Yeah. It's not a USB 3.0. So my Elgato does not work. Yeah. Period. Does it so, require three point? I guess it would. Yeah, there's yep, probably a lot does. of a lot of data going back and forth there. Yep. Holy so that, cow! So that's literally the only thing stopping that's me. That's the and, only thing. And I need to like, so I looked at like, well, maybe I can get a different video card. Yeah. Well, it's a slim video card that's inside my PC tower, so it's like there's not much room to play with. So it's like I looked at all the options, and right now, between next gen coming, and I'm probably gonna have to buy at least a console, if not multiple, 
uh, the house party expenses. So I, I bought my plane ticket for that this week. I saw that. Um, yeah, man. You know, all these different things going on. It's like I don't have the money to sit there and say, okay, I'm going to upgrade my PC right now. I'd rather just be able to keep playing games mm-hmm. than worry about streaming them essentially what can, in, a, in a fancier setup. What can you tell me about the house party? So Donnie and I talked about this a long – I don't even remember what the point in time was that we recorded a show that came out and we actually talked about it. Um, I, yeah, but your what, first, what your is first reboot for, of game. For people who um, people who haven't heard of it, um, what is it? I should also do like a whole like what the hell is PSVG? Why don't we start there? What is for people who don't know what PSVG <laughs> is? Now that we've kind of gone through all the inside baseball stuff, like what is it? And actually, I'd like to I'd like to ask you a little bit about um, if people have like misconceptions about PSVG, what they think it is, but you're like actually it's this. Like I don't know if you have ever thought about it in that way. Yeah, I have some people occasionally link up with me on Twitter and say like, oh, PSVG, so this must be a PlayStation podcast. And it's like, well, no, mm. it's actually a network of all different things. Like the PS stands for, you know, play some video games is what PSVG stands for. Um, and basically we're a podcast network of shows that are all gaming related in some way, shape or form, whether it's uh, my show Prime, which is every console, anything is anything goes pretty much. Uh, Nintendo Shack, Nintendo Focused, uh, State of the Xbox Empires, Xbox PlayStation experiences PlayStation. We have board with uh, video games, which covers board games and tabletop games. So, I mean, we have literally a little bit of everything involved yeah, there. Yeah. Um, that keeps us busy. I mean, we're a team of like, 12, 13. No, we gotta be up. We're higher now. I think we're like 14 people on staff and air quotes. Yeah. Um, that just kind of release content in a single, single unified location. It makes it a little bit easier um, for us. If you like us, you just have to subscribe to one thing and you just get it all. So it works yeah. that way for us. Uh, we do have standalone feeds for most of the stuff there too, but we're seeing most people like 70% of our downloads come from that master feed that just, mm-hmm. I want it all right to my veins. Just go. Nice, man. That's, so yeah. So tell me about the, the, the house party, um, surrounding around the, the biggest week of video games, E3, uh, it 2020 it's... Due to coronavirus. <laughs> but... Honestly, dude, the whole coronavirus thing, like I was just looking at, um, I'm toying with the idea of perhaps going to Toronto first week of April for the Canadian video game awards. I know everybody down there is like really hyped about this event, but I legit had, I was just thinking about this just before he jumped in the call. I'm like, like maybe I should be concerned about this thing. Like maybe I should be worried about like the travel involved and like, that's how it's scary. It right? is a little scary. Cause they, I mean, uh, we brought that up in our discord too, where people are like, Oh man, everyone's pulling out a GDC. Like Capcom just announced that they're, they're out. Yeah. Too. And so everyone's like freaking out. And I'm like, well, you got to remember, it's like all these companies are international. So they have people flying from all over. Mm-hmm. And you got to look at the experiment we saw on the cruise ships where it was like, hey, here's a unified place of people from all over different, all over the world in one place. And everybody got sick. So yeah. the same thing can happen here. And now you're just exposed to everybody. And those things you kind of, and I, I know you travel for work sometimes too. And I used to a mm-hmm. lot. You get like the con crud. Anytime you're at a convention, you always feel sick afterwards because somebody had something and everybody's touching things and shaking hands and whatnot that, yeah, this could be a breeding ground for this place. Now mm-hmm. on the flip side, like in most, I, uh, there's just shame to say this, but in most civilized areas, the coronavirus isn't going to kill somebody. Um, oh, really? sick, yeah, that's the thing I haven't done. Okay. I haven't done my research on like what it's a is, flu. Yeah, it's a bad flu. Yeah. So, I mean, it, there have been people that died by all means, but most times it's because they're not in areas that have, you know, good healthcare systems or they were in poor health to begin with. So it's not going to kill you in most cases. You'll just feel like crud for a week or two. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's kind of like, well, like H1N1 was like a big bad thing for sure. Like that was, I don't know if it was 10 years ago or something like that. And that's when like it's, um, hand sanitizer just made its way everywhere. Oh, yeah. now, right? now, like it's now it's you see it everywhere. Yeah, you like you walk into like, especially like when I go to the hospital, like now it's oh, everywhere. It's kind of mandated. So yeah, I definitely like, ended up with H1N1 except for me. My wife, both of my daughters at the time, they all had it. Really? <laughs> yep. What was that like? <laughs> that was a was rough just, week. Yeah. <laughs> I was home. We basically just quarantined ourselves in the house and. 
wrote it out but yeah i just I feel like when that happens you have to like tape up like tarp everywhere like where did this tarp come from but like, everybody's in like these biohazard suits where you're just like bring up the tarp i don't know what like bio um advantage it has to anything else but like we gotta gotta tape ourselves up or make it like a like a dexter kill room i was gonna say yeah i was, I was just about to say it looks like dexter mm-hmm. uh, yeah man okay so uh house party surrounding yes. around e3 um what the hell is this thing and you just booked your flights so what can we expect out of the psvg land so what the house party is going to be is basically celebration around e3 uh covering basically every day that e3 is up and running uh we will be unified in one location uh most of the staff i think will be there there not everybody can make it or certain people won't be there the whole time Uh, um we're confirmed um well donnie obviously yeah Uh, myself yeah uh, Lucas, Lucas is good to go. Mm-hmm. Devin is good to go. Yeah. Delvin Cox is good to go. Ooh. And oh, well, Seth lives in Ohio, so he's there. Nice. Um, and then I believe Nathan is a maybe. Uh, Kyle is a yes for now. Josh will be there at least a couple days. Josh is the best, man. Can I just say, like, Josh is, he is a riot. And I, I didn't realize, like, until I met him at Extra Life, like, he reminds me of my, my, uh, my just longest friend ever. His name is Marco. And the two of them are so similar. It's not even <laughs> funny. I don't know. Maybe it's just like the Italian heritage or whatever, but like, Probably, both, yeah, I didn't really like, and he was just, he's a very slight man. Like yes. he's like, he's very just like, he's a minimalist yes. and he's very funny. And yeah, I, I just, I get a, I get a kick out of Josh for sure, man. And he's going all out to get there. So like when I was trying is to he? weigh my options of doing it, Donnie's like, you could just drive. And I look and it's like a 12 hour drive. Yeah. It's doable. And I'm like, it's doable. I was like, I don't want to. And like, how much that. gas? I'm like, you're really going to save a lot of money. But that's what Josh is doing. So he's going to he? be getting out of work on a Friday and just drive after work. So he, you know, he works as a janitor. So he gets out of work late. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just going to hit the road and get yeah. there sometime on Saturday. But then he may have to turn around and leave on Monday. So yeah. he might literally spend most of his time driving just to be there for two days. But he's putting the effort. So I think a, a lot of the staff will be there. We're all going to be in one place, basically just live streaming all the E3 events, uh, live commentating on them, mm-hmm. recording our podcast in person. Um, and then we have some other little things planned, some live streams, maybe some guest appearances by folks we can't talk about yet. Um, and just I don't even know like about that. this. I feel like I get inside scoop around some of this stuff. I don't even know the things you guys are hiding, man. You guys are keeping oh, yeah. it locked up. Oh, yeah. I really it's going to be a very full day. You could just go to twitch.tv slash PSVG at pro- pretty much – it's going to be darn near close to 24 hours a day from that start on Saturday till E3 ends. I believe there's it. going to be stuff going on. We have jam packed events, um, even starting like we're planning a little bit something to start even in the early morning. If you want to say, oh, let me let me wake up before I start my day. Let me see what PSVG's plans for today are for mm-hmm. E3 and we'll do a little morning show and just hey, here's what we're doing. Here's three to four, four <laughs> oh to five, six. God. Like this is what we're planning on doing. It's going to be nuts and it's all it's all donnie's idea this is okay so you guys are renting a big house like it's a Mm -hmm. was it like a vrbo or what's the other one called what do you guys Uh, airbnb airbnb Airbnb. that's the one Mm -hmm. um so yeah and and donnie's in contact with a guy like renting the house i like okay what are you guys doing and you guys say like we're doing the streaming thing he's like okay i'll i'll increase the internet yes he he increased the internet speed for us for that that week we're there for that month do it by the month but right he's doing it by there he he loves the idea of what we're doing like he's all for it uh which is nuts and I mean, it's just, it's a strange thing that we're even doing this, but this was just like, yeah. And this is the first time a lot of us, most mm-hmm. of us are ever going to meet. Like, yeah. Period. So that's it's the beauty it's of E3, isn't it? Like, is that it causes you to like do something silly like this? Like this is mm-hmm. like, what do we even, 
what are we even doing right now? We're like, we're like, like firing up a Skype call, talk about video games. And like, you know, you do it for long enough. You're like, well, what are we doing this year? You know, like you're always looking into like, how are we going to be a little bit different? How are we, like, what opportunities, what haven't we done yet? And then like, that's where somebody like Donnie and you guys can go, well, we haven't rented a house. And we haven't flown all together and done like a 24 hour, five days in a week kind of, kind of stream. And, and you look at like what we've done every year for E3. It's gotten bigger and bigger every E3. Like, this was inevitable. You know, Ten podcasts. This was like, oh, how do you one up that? And yeah. Donnie's like, well, we one up it by doing this. And I was like, all right, let's go. I told That's my wife, and awesome. she's like, all right, you got to do it. Then I'm like, okay, wasn't expecting that answer. Like, I wasn't expecting it to be as easy and okay as it was. Right. And and I was fully ready to drive too. And she's like, just get a plane ticket. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> doing that. So, um, how is she overall with like with everything? Like, is she like does she tolerate it or does she like encourage it? Like, what end of the spectrum is like the family support with the PSVG stuff? <laughs> My family's actually really good good with it. They're all supportive. They they understand to an extent what we do. Um, most of them don't listen at all, and that's fine. Yeah. I, I honestly, I think relatives listening would be weird anyway. Yeah. Um, my wife at first would pick on me. You know, it's a funny thing. Like, oh, your internet friends. She refers to all you guys as my boyfriends. By the way. Oh yeah. Yeah. So if she sees me on my phone on Discord, she's like, "Who are you texting your boyfriends?" Yes, mm-hmm. yes, I am. If she only yeah. did, if she only listened, she'd know it's much more than that. So. Oh God, yeah. There you oh, go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so let, that's let why her she have that. Listen. That's mm-hmm. why she doesn't. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's just to, worried. <laughs> the different things that we do, like sometimes my, my relatives will listen. Um, anytime I do stuff with um, Justin Warner, they all listen to that because they know him. So yeah. like, all right, sure, you don't listen to me, but you listen to the Food Network guy. I know, like, right? But um, yeah, she's she's supportive for it. She understands what I'm doing. She knows it's like my my hobby, and yeah. I can be doing far worse things. Like I like I told her, I was like I don't go hang out with my friends on Sunday, watch football, and drink all day. Like I don't go out to the bar. I don't go to this and that. Like this is what I do instead. So yeah. it's a safer hobby, I think. Yeah. Do you think like is there is there anything that you think that like keeps you from doing or are you like is this like is this what you want to be doing right now in life like with the hobby side is like because we always have to make choices right and I'm not yeah. nec- maybe a phrase are wrong in terms of like would you rather be doing something else that's not really what I meant but like like what else would what else could you be doing in terms of like you come home from work like what else would you do now, and maybe I'll give you a, another moment to think about it and I'll tell you just um, I was talking with friends from work and I was letting them know like I basically go to sleep at like 1230 I'm probably like up by 536 kind of thing mm-hmm. and lately it's been really bad I, lately I've not been on my on my best behavior I've been sleeping in just a little bit um, and well you and, mean you're uh, playing division till three in the morning dude so. that's I mean that's has a well, little it wasn't three in the morning your time though so actually it was, it's not that bad well that was I was one in the morning my time uh, but like weekdays it's been like there's been some times where I like go off stream like maybe I'll just play a little longer <laughs> And <laughs> like two in the morning, like, oh, my God, that's a mistake. But anyway, I'm, I'm talking to friends at work and they like they all go to bed at like nine o'clock and they get like a full like nine and a half hours sleep right before they before they come back to work. And, um, and I said, like, I just can't do it. Like kids go to sleep at about eight, eight thirty. And like, that's when my night starts. So yeah. if I go to bed at like nine, then like I have 30 minutes like to myself. Yeah. Like that sounds terrible. Yes, so absolutely. I like. If people say like, oh, I watch a movie at night. I'm like, well, that starts at, for me, watching a movie starts at like nine o'clock. So that's. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to do it before unless it's a kid's movie, which doesn't really count for totally you. Totally doesn't. Totally doesn't. There's a, maybe a couple that like maybe count the first time, but not the 40th time. Yeah, you don't need to watch Frozen watching. again. You're fine. I don't. I definitely. Although like Wreck-It Ralph is something that's on that right good. now. And but I keep watching it. I haven't watched it all the way through, like in order. That's so not as bad, then. I, the best part about it is like, I don't know when um, uh, Sarah, Sarah, what the hell's her name? Sarah Silverstone? That doesn't sound right. Nope, that's uh, Alicia Silverstone. Silverman. Silverman. Sarah Silverman. <laughs> her little character. Her like, I don't know where in the timeline of this movie her car gets smashed. I can't tell if it's like 
near it's the like end <laughs> middle-ish yeah i don't need to know it's just funny to me i watched the scene a lot i'm like i don't know where the movie you are but it's very <laughs> memorable this part anyway um they um the, the the conversation with people at work was like what do you what would you do like what else would you do to stay up so late and i'm like what do you mean like these are the type of people who go who go like i'm bored like i can't remember the last time that i said to anybody i'm bored yeah right? there's so many things there's so <laughs> many things so like i'll turn it back to you the whole point like if not this, like what else could you or would you might you be doing um, with your time in terms of like fandom or like is it movies? Is it football? Like what else? What else you got I going mean, on? It might be some movies, but ultimately like I, I can't sit there and watch a movie every day of the week, though, but I can play a video game every day of the week. So yeah. it's like I, I can't imagine doing something else. I'm not the sports center guy. I'm not the guy who's going to sit there like my dad does that. Yeah, he'll watch. Um, My, my dad is, is a weird character. He, he used to game and he's kind of stopped, but he, you know, he'll get home from work unwind after dinner is that like start you know his night starts around the same thing it's like eight o'clock at night you know my mom goes and does something he goes off and does his own thing just like me and my wife do and he'll sit there and he'll watch like if there's wrestling on he watches that Love if he's it. not watching wrestling it's food network or it's sports center mm-hmm. and i'm like I, I can't do that so like i do watch some tv uh, we watch a lot of tv as a family yeah but once we hit that eight o'clock bedtime for the four-year-olds Everyone kind of does their own thing. Right. Uh, my 13-year-old will go off and listen to music. My wife will go in the bedroom and watch TV. Sometimes my oldest daughter will watch TV with her. They watch a lot of shows together. That's cool. And then I go, I go play video games. And yeah. then that's kind of just what we do. But, you know, we still do movies. We do board games. I guess board games might be the only other nice. thing I would possibly do. Yeah. But even then, it's hard for me to find one that other people in my family would always want to play. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard to get that one connection where I'll play a multitude of games, but they won't. So unless I had like a, a tabletop gaming group, it really wouldn't work for me either. So I yeah. think ultimately it'd just be video games. I, I would I would be doing it if I was by myself. I'd be doing it if I was married. I'd be doing it if I had 10 kids. I'd still be playing games. Dude, I love it. Well, that's a, maybe that's part of the reason that um, for some of us, like that we're able to really even do this as long as we have. Like sounds like like my wife and your wife are probably similar in that way. Like where if I'm playing video games, like she'll, it's not like she's like waiting for me to like find something to do. Yeah, like yeah. she's got like her own interest. She's got it like she, for Chelsea. She's got her business that she basically works on right from now until like midnight because she's absolutely insane. Um, but that's definitely <laughs> that's helpful. Like the only free time she has, though. So I like... mean, that's really it. Like she puts the kids down for a nap and then she does a little bit of like it's called culling where you pick the pictures that are going to make the final cut. And then yeah. at the nighttime, then she's then she's editing it. So it's pretty nuts, dude. It's pretty nuts. You have only daughters, though, right? Yeah, three daughters. Yeah. How's that? It's it's all women in my house, dude. Even even the cats are girls. The rabbits a girl. Like it's just it's just me. You just adding pets on top of all this stuff too. I'm a cat guy. I've always had cats. So yeah, I'm off for that. Um, no, the the girl thing. I get that question a lot too. Like, oh, did you keep having kids? Are you trying for that boy? Yeah. And honestly, no. I was happy with whatever we had. And, yeah. and I think after one. I mean, you have one and one, but like after one, it's actually just easier to have more of the same. Like it, whether mm-hmm. it was a boy, it'd be I better have three it. boys. If it's a girl, it's better to have three girls. It's just it, things can be handed down. Um, they'll tend to play with each other better, you yeah. know, things like that, where it's just like, I, I think it's going to work out that way. So no regrets there. It's it's tough sometimes. I mean, there's a lot of, um, especially now at this age with my older two, you know, where they're they're at the teenage age, they're dealing with stuff, you know, whether it's boys or school or friends. Yeah. And mom deals with that like they don't come to dad with that stuff yeah um which for a while used to bother me a little bit because i'm like oh i feel like i'm missing out on something then i'm realizing I'm like no it's all the drama stuff let if mom's happy with dealing with it, if there's boy trouble it's better if i don't know because i'll show up at some boy's house knocking on the door but yeah. if, as long as mom knows i know it's i know the communication is there and i know mom is taking care of it and if it's something serious i would know yeah so 
I, I can take ease with knowing that she's handling that that perspective. But no, I don't mind. It's been it's been easier long term, I think, having all girls. That that sounds really that sounds really stressful. And I'm trying to figure out like where I will <laughs> and and like Lincoln and Ellie are very close in age, so they'll sort of like hit that point in in their lives. And they'll, about. they'll be good for a while. Like at, yeah. at their ages, they'll play together. They'll get along. You know, probably so you look at like seven, eight, maybe, and then yeah. they'll start to kind of develop their own interests and stuff like that and they'll split off a little bit there but yeah like i 16 year old i mean she's taking driver's ed now and i have to deal with that like getting a license within the next couple weeks i think and i'm just like i don't want to deal with that like that's what that's what scares me as a parent is that kind of stuff yeah we were supposed to have self-driving cars by now yeah i I was flying in the sky plus i didn't i didn't rush out to get a license right away because i knew i didn't have a car so i was like what's the point but my daughter's like i'm 15 in 10 months i need to start doing this and it's like "Mm." yeah I'm like, you're not going to go anywhere. You're not going to have a car. You don't have a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I'm putting the same rules on you. My parents did. I'm like, you need to pay for whatever my car insurance goes up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you can use one of the cars. I'm not buying you a car. Like, you have to earn your own car. So how is it? I, I agree with that, that approach. Um, that's a whole, that's a whole other conversation. How has, like, like, how has life changed over the years? Like, from when you, like, when they first came around to, like, now, it's like, it's been a long time. Like, they, yeah. I mean, you're getting up there, Kevin. I don't want to yes. like freak you out or nothing. But. I mean, I'm not Bobby old, but you know. Yeah. I... Um, no, it's it's at the fun age. Well, it, it's kind of weird. So they're different tiers. So like my four year old is still like having a kid all over again, like a little one all over again. Yeah. So things are new. You have to watch like a hawk. You know what she's gonna do. But you're watching her kind of develop and get her own personality and, and learn. She's in preschool now. Um, the 13 year old is you know middle school, so she's dealing with certain stress and bullying and things like that so i'm kind of experiencing that which that's a different thing i wasn't prepared for as a parent growing up and that really wasn't a thing i mean i guess it was always a thing like bullying and stuff like that even when we were in school but it's yeah. like we just dealt with it differently like the, the way kids deal with things now is a little bit different yeah um but then the oldest it's like you know she's i'm seeing some similarities here in the education side of things like she's taking uh, she enrolled in a special program where she's actually taking college courses, even though she's a sophomore in high school. Yeah. So she's doing both. And by the time she graduates high school, she'll already have an associate's degree in college mm-hmm. at the same time. And it's free as long as you meet academic standards and you and you work your butt off. So she's taking, you know, classes after school a couple nights a week. She's taking weekend classes. She's doing driver's ed on top of that now. And like her driver's ed, dude, it's eight to four on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Like it's nuts. So she's just constantly always on the go and then watching her become more and more independent, you know, starting to look for jobs and stuff like that. I was like, I wasn't ready for this stage of parenthood. Mm. It's been weird. Like mm-hmm. had a baby, I'm fine. But now that she's getting to the point of like, here's the hint of adulthood. This is where I'm not comfortable anymore. I'm like, I don't know how to handle this stuff. I don't know what to do. And I'm just dreading where it goes from here really. But so now what, like, how do you handle it? Like, how do you like, what, what's a day like for you? <sighs> Trying to figure out where they all are. Yeah. And give them- uh, my weekends right now, a lot of it is actually chaperoning, you know, so-and-so sleeping out, sleeping over a friend's house here. This one has class, but then she needs to go meet her friends at the mall and then she's babysitting somebody else overnight and she gets done with that about 11 o'clock at night. So then I got to pick her up. So a lot of it is chauffeuring around, mm-hmm. uh, which luckily, once again, my wife is, is amazing at this. She will just let me know where I need to be and where the kids are so I can go get them. Like, do you, do you do that like on a day to day basis? Like you kind of like look at your phone at the like top of the morning and you go like, what am I in for for today? Or like, are you able to like get the week kind of down pat? Because I have a lot of admiration for people who can memorize like more than just today, which is yeah. my approach, which is terrible. Most of the week, most of the week is down pat until we hit the weekend. That's when stuff goes well. Basically, Friday, Friday yeah. through Sunday, 
that's where it can go over. I don't know if somebody's babysitting somebody. I don't know if somebody's sleeping over. I don't know if somebody's going to the basketball game or going to the mall or to the movies. So that's where it kind of loses mm-hmm. uh, where it's going. Uh, but during the week, it's good. Like, so I know like today was Monday. My daughter stays later for her first college course. I pick her up and a friend at 430. I drop a friend up for her house. I come back home. It's so, yeah. like I leave work and basically I go through that loop and I come home. Uh, Tuesdays I work from home. I go pick her up at one fifty-five and drop her back home. Like it's it's these different routines here where and then you make them listen that. to the podcast. Like your your whole like your Bluetooth's connected to your your phone's connected to your Bluetooth car. You're like okay, if you guys could just be quiet, I'm trying to catch up on. I don't even know what. I'm not trying. Most to of the time it's other people. So like you, yeah. they've heard you before. Oh um, stop! So. Have they really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh that's. Um, I was joking that you're sort of, forcing to listen to podcasts. That's really. Yeah, funny. I just I don't make them listen to me. Um, yeah. But yeah. if I'm listening to other ones, as long as it's family friendly or at least somewhat family friendly, I'll leave it on. Um. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, they don't really care. Oh, that is amazing. Okay, so like the, the <laughs> reason I the reason I ask about this is because like um, Chelsea will sort of like she'll will be sitting down to dinner or whatever, and she'll just kind of like off the top of her head go, okay, here's what the next like four days look like in like all the details. I I my brain has never worked like this. There's it's definitely not getting any better as time and age goes on. Like there's no hope that it's actually gonna like metamorphosize into something that will be in an enhancement in any way, shape or form. But I really struggle when, she, when um, she, she kind of like lays out, okay, so Friday, like this is what we have to do for my mom. And then on Saturday, I've got this shoot and then this shoot. And then like on Sunday, we've got to do this. So like, this is where, th- where you're at with the kids. And eventually like, maybe it's just too many years of relying on like Google calendar or like mm-hmm. going all the way back to like the Palm pilot days or just like yep. the, the digital assistant kind of thing has like, re- I really lean on it. But I think there's probably I probably should <laughs> try to use these times now, knowing kind of what you're talking about, that I probably should have more than just like the next four hours ahead of my face. Yeah, it'll help. It'll help for sure. I yeah. mean, I, I'm sure with your job, too, it's like I'm on a ton of conference calls or meetings throughout the day. So like my my day today was seven conference calls and two meetings. Yeah. So it's like I'm constantly running around. So like I have my work calendar. And then when I come home, I have my home calendar schedule and. Uh, my wife got a it. calendar that has different um so it has like the the month it'll have it laid out like january mm-hmm. but there's columns for mom dad sydney gabriella adeline and appointments will be written in each day for the time so i can look and say okay here's tuesday my wife has nothing i have nothing oh gabby has a doctor's appointment and addy has this yeah so i'll know what's going on that way but yeah okay so this has to be this should be like a, a curriculum like a, some sort of program in school of like how to actually just like live time life management. Like yeah. time management, like all the things that like the things that they don't teach in school, like how to open a bank account and how to do your taxes yep. and like how to operate a calendar, like how to stay organized. And like, because I think like, I don't know about you, but like growing up, it seemed like just the keeners knew how to do all that stuff, like how to yes. stay organized. It was like that just became part of like becoming like an A plus. And it's like, no, that's like kind of like borderline survival skills at this yes. point. You kind of need to know like what's on the up and up and how to save money and how to do all these other like how to budget and all that stuff is. I mean, it's almost sad, but I guess, there, you know what, if school te- taught you everything, then there'd be nothing left for parents to teach you too. That's true. So and the trick is, is to raise your kids as introverts. So they don't want to go out and do anything. That's and then you don't really have to worry about funny. Schedule, so. That's really, I was going to ask you, like, what do you, what, like, what do you hope? What are your dreams for your kids? Like, what do you hope for them? Ultimately, I hope that they're just happy. So like we live, to be honest, completely honest, like a very modest life. We're not, not rich. We're, you know, some certain things happens. It's like, oh crap. You know, we have to max out this credit card to do this or do that. And mm-hmm. and we've always focused on less on material things and more on life experiences and doing things. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like, Hey, you know, we don't have the biggest house. We don't have the newest cars, but Hey, we try and go to Disney once every three years. That's cool. And they remember those kinds of things. And like you do certain things like that 
you know, anytime they, they embrace a new hobby or they're into something else, we kind of go all in on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So like my daughter wanted to learn lacrosse. Why? No idea. Because that's not a popular sport overall, but there were people in school that wanted to do it. So they're okay. Got all the gear. You know, I I learned how to play so I could play with her and and Mm -hmm. kind of coach her through things like things like that. We lean into it. She wants to be an artist. We get her paints, we get her, you know, material, stuff like that. Um, my middle child likes music, so she's got a flute, she's got a piano, she's doing all these things like oh, she's so cool. doing drama and stuff like that. So we kind of just push them to experience things and, and harvest their interest and kind of grow something out of that. Yeah. Um, cause that's something I think we've all kind of realized later in life, like podcasting. This is something I could have been doing 10 years ago. No I just kidding. never pushed myself to do it. Mm-hmm. It took Donnie one day to push me to do it. And I, I missed out in time. I could have been doing this even longer. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to see that happen to them. And ultimately, I just want them to be happy. I don't really care if they're rich and famous it would be nice but it ultimately doesn't matter as long as they're happy and they're and they're comfortable in their life that's all that really matters for me that's so sweet man holy cow yeah that's so funny talking about like 10 years ago and and seeing now kids too like starting up their own podcast and their youtube mm-hmm. channels and like they're doing it better than we ever could have and like they oh, just God, got yeah. like that that totally fearless attitude and the 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 technical wizardry and all that so i feel like such an old man talking about young kids with technology like is it no, it's, are it's they true, are they beyond like where you're at like are they really smart with tech and, and all that stuff like does do they make you feel old with just how hip and cool they are <laughs> it depends on what it is sure. so my <laughs> oldest daughter had to do a school had to do a class project for italian where they basically had to make like a newscast mm-hmm. so they had to record everything in italian do different news segments where they're actually like stories on the spots in different places it. like somebody did sports and they did you know a sporting event and they filmed it at the school um the portion my daughters did had something to do with like um food and, and health and wellness, something like that. So we went to the local smoothie shop and they ordered it and the person explained how to make everything in, in Italian. Mm-hmm. Um, so they filmed it. But the issue was like when it came down to it, like, well, daddy, how do we link it all together? How do we edit the video? They only know how to do things on their phones. Oh, wow. Yeah, no so kidding. So the second it came to trying to record a voiceover, one of their friends did a voiceover and she recorded it by talking into the phone but didn't even do like a voice memo. I forget yeah. how she even recorded it. It was like in Snapchat or something. And I'm like, what are you doing? I was like, I have all the stuff at my house. It would literally take you two seconds to get like studio quality stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, Oh, we didn't think of that. So it's like they are with their phones, but outside of that, I'm finding they're not necessarily as good. Yeah. Um, so my kids went through a phase two years ago where they, they did their own YouTube channel for a while. They had a uh, sunset studios where they did like, um, the unboxing of toys and blind bags, stuff like that. that you see Love kids it. watch nowadays. Like they did that for a good I don't know, six or seven months, but yeah. like, of course, it came down to me. I had to record it. I had to do the audio. I had to edit the video and publish it on YouTube. So it was like it was extra work for me as I'm, you know, producing ten podcasts. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like we kind of just push them to do stuff like that. But yeah, technology is a is a good and scary thing sometimes with them because mm-hmm. they know how to do things on their phones that we don't necessarily know. It's so like if I we have a rule in the house that I pay for the cell phones, I can take them at any point and go through your stuff. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, no privacy. I'm an adult, you know, mm-hmm. I'm your dad. I have stuff, but they know how to hide things. So like. Yeah. Kids nowadays don't exchange phone numbers and text messages. They do it through DMs and like Instagram or through Snapchat. Yeah. Like they don't actually have their phone. I'm like, how do you not have your friend's phone number? Like if they're going out, I'm like, call your friend. Like, well, I can't. I can just message them on Snapchat. And I'm like, what if they're in the car and they're like bad signal? Like you get cell, like call quality more than you get data. Yeah. I'm like how do you, that's completely lost on them at this age. It's kind of crazy, but. That is crazy. So where we're like cutting the cable, like we're cutting the cord on cable yeah. and TV <clears throat> they're going to be or like even like landlines like where yep. we don't have phones anymore like yep. they legit won't like calling people won't be a thing no like, i mean they, they never call anybody like if oh i call them half time, they don't even answer their phone they'll text me back with like what like what yeah. a terrifying future we're walking in this is the scariest part of it all 
Yep. Is that is that on? I don't know what the music these kids are listening to anymore, man. This is all. It's scary. It's like we're actually talking to each other and doing this. Like they would never in a million years do something like this. It's like no, I'll just text them. Like uh, that's me with a lot of people though. Like honestly, like I'm, oh yeah, this, I really and my dad and I really squabble about this a little bit. Like I don't. I mean, for, but for me, like like the majority of my day, and I think for you as well, like the majority of my day is very scheduled. Like uh-huh. I wake up at a certain time so they can get to work by a particular time. Then I've got my meetings and I've got my deadlines and I've got all those things. And then I come home and it's like basically the same thing. Like the kids got to go, like they got to be eating dinner by this time so they can be bath by this time so they can be in bed by this time. And then I'm probably podcasting at another time. Like it's yep. so <laughs> scheduled, right? So that like it doesn't really allow for like a phone call. Like yeah. I'm texting in between those things yes. or maybe during something Depending else. On so, what it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the scariest thing too is because like, that's just the tip of the iceberg and it's only going to get like more busy, more multitasking, more crazy as like generations go on because you just sort of, it becomes that's your, that's your normal and life's only going to get crazier and busier than that. So I mean, especially when your kids get older, you're going to see it. It's like once they start doing things outside of just, you know, waking up, feed me, take a bath. It's like, that's when it's tough. They got to go do this. Got to go play soccer. Got to go do this. Got dance class or dance recitals. And 2020, this is it, man. This is the last year of, we the gamer cast and again and again. <laughs> in the Twitch streaming and all this stuff because yeah like we are we are on the verge of just really like talking about like like raising kids like the baby yeah, I mean that's you know ultimately what I do is I do everything after they go to bed yeah so like I try and keep the hobby to not bothering or not affecting the rest of my family yeah and that allows me to still do it but if I had to do stuff like. And I think this is kind of where some of the problems were, at least for me, connecting with you with the gamer cast before is like you were trying to schedule stuff like 1 p.m. on a Saturday. Yeah. I'm like, dude, my house is so noisy at 1 p.m. on a Saturday. It'd be impossible. There might be 10 kids in my house versus my normal three because yeah. friends are over and whatnot. It's like it's just not feasible for me. So all my stuff is, is late nights after after everybody's settled in and our day is essentially done. Then it's daddy's time. Yeah. No kidding, man. Well, um, I want to do a quick um Quick fire, quick fire, a couple questions. Yeah. Um, but before we get there, you talked about um, technology and staying up to date and stuff. Today, as we record this, Xbox announced a whole bunch of stuff about Series X. Where are you at with next generation? Like, are you are you are you jumping into this thing? Are you getting day one? Are you getting all the consoles? None of the consoles. Like, where are you at, man? So as of right now, I don't have any concrete plans. I'd like to jump in next gen day one. I don't see it happening. To be completely honest, yeah. Um, if I need to purchase a con a, a console or I have the ability to purchase one, I would likely be going Xbox. Yeah. Um, that's mainly because that's slowly transitioned to my most played console. And a lot of that is with game share. Cause essentially Donnie and I buy a game, it's buy one, get one free. We're both getting it. Yeah. Um, which also works for review codes with things. So anytime mm. you get a review, it's both people get review codes. Um, so things like that benefit Donnie and I greatly. Um, but because of other opportunities I, I do, I may have, it may be more likely for me to get a PlayStation. So I'm honestly not sure yet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I will likely get one or the other. I'm just not sure. And I also really need to see these price points because I know, right? I'm getting a little nervous. You think it's going to be I pricey? Mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's, it's a big splurge if I spend four, like dude, buy my plane tickets hurt me. Cause I, I'm I cheap. Know. I don't spend. No, I'm money. with so, you, man. It, when it sounded like, Hey, this thing's only $500 or $600. I'm like, yeah, no, that's what do you mean, in my head. I'm like, that's, half a mortgage payment that's yeah. that's this but then you have other people like all right no big deal i know like, yeah i don't have that luxury so it's i'm hoping to do xbox though yeah um actually you reminded me of something else i want to ask you about before we close things out here um and get to where people can find your stuff but one of the things that you just started doing is uh reviewing games so yes. how where are you reviewing games and how did this come about and uh yeah i have a couple of questions about this little stuff too 
Yeah, so I'm working with uh, GamesReviews.com, and I write for them What do they now. do there? They review games. Oh, okay. Uh, GamesReviews.com. Okay, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not anything hidden. Like, yep. they, don't, they don't make hamburgers. Got it. <laughs> yeah, they sell hot dogs over there. Yeah. Um, I am, I think it's called like the senior PlayStation editor at this point. They kind of like divvied up responsibility to help uh, lighten the load for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically they were looking for help and they had to turn away review codes like last year because they just couldn't do them. So they're looking for help. And I said, well, we used to do it all the time with PSVG. It just got to be too much for people. And this is a group that has established connections. I don't need to reach out for codes. I just say, hey, I'd like this. And they're doing the work. That's so phenomenal. then I'm getting to play games and review it. I saw it as a win-win where they'll get somebody to review games and I'll get more content for me to talk about in the podcast. And I told them, is it cool if I cross-promote? They're like, absolutely. Um, so I'm doing that over there. And it kind of just came to be out of me wanting to play more games and, and write again, which we used to do. Yeah. Um, but it just turned into, with the reviews when PSVG did them, it was a lot of Donnie and I doing them and not as many for other people. Right. Or so it didn't really get fit in with anything. Over. Exactly. It's not a steady flow of reviews. It was like, oh, and there's a review podcast, 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 review. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just realized like our bread and butter is the podcasting stuff. Let's Makes leave sense. the reviews out there. So uh, I'm doing that with gamesreviews.com. But yeah, how's that, fun with that? How's that been? You did you did um, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. You did Tokyo Mirage Session Sharp FE Encore. Yep, I did a space shooter game. I just did Dreams. Um, I think that's it. So, so, okay, so you guys did a little bit with PSVG, did a little bit of reviewing, but now it's like it's probably more steady now than ever and with no signs of like kind of quietening down at any point. Like, how is how is this hitting you? Like, what are your like what are your thoughts coming into a review? Like, has your approach kind of changed? Is it something that you still... Like, I guess what my question is, is like, is this what you expected reviewing games to be when you first signed up, uh, signed up for it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it, it's oh, that's basically- good. I like the idea of being challenged. Like I'm, I'm requesting games, but occasionally what will happen, what their process is, is if they get a media party that's interested that they work with all the time, they'll say, hey, we got a review code for Darksiders Genesis. Sure. Who wants in? And then they just leave it open. And if people say, sure, I'll take it, they'll send the code. That's it. Like End of story. Like That's just how they process it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just you just work on it. And I just find it as an opportunity of like, hey, I get to play games that once again, like Dragon Ball Z Kakra, I never would have bought that. Right. Um, I'm glad I played it. Tokyo Mirage Sessions. I made it, I made fun of that game for years. Yeah. And actually had a really good time playing that game. So it was like these Pretty are things good. that I would miss out on. That kind of gave me some insight. And I take a more I shouldn't say more, but I take a very practical approach to it. My my reviews are more casual. I don't sit there and hyper analyze everything. It's kind of like I will review a game basically as if you ask me personally, what do you think of this game? I will just tell you. Yeah. I kind of, my, my writing style is very much that verbal regurgitation, but on paper instead. Right. So I take a little bit lax approach to it and kind of just, just digest and do it. But it's fun because it's, it gives me something to focus on where I don't have to boot up and say, okay, let me stare at my Xbox library. What I feel like playing tonight. If I have an assignment, I'm like, okay, well this is That's what, what I got started. I need to do it. Yeah. That was exactly the same way. So when you say like, um, you're going to like, you write a review in the same way that like you might verbally kind of describe mm-hmm. a game to me. Like how does that, um, I guess it wouldn't change the way that you're playing the game necessarily. Cause it's going to be the same, but like, are you like, is your mindset at all in a different, it has to be in a different space when you're playing it though, knowing that like you're going to be expected to write a review, like you got to play within a certain number of days or like, does it alter really anything? And if so, like, how does it change the experience for you? It'll, there'll be more of a crunch. Uh, I would be less likely to play that game for like two hours and jump into some Fortnite. I'll be like, no, I just need to focus on this review. So it'll yeah. keep me grounded instead of jumping from game to game. Uh, but then I try and think of things that, hey, if you didn't know anything about this game, what would you like to hear about? Yeah. So like me knowing you and like knowing Donnie, if you asked me my opinion, I'd probably cater a little bit to what I know you like and don't like and call those things out. Yeah. 
from reviewing a game from cold, I have to kind of take it from the perspective that, hey, this person may not know anything about this. Here's what's important to know, and here's what's important to look out for. So, like, mm-hmm. Dreams was a tough one because yeah. it's it's not a game. Yeah. It's really not. There is a campaign in there that they made, but essentially it's a tool to create. Mm-hmm. So I had to think about the different levels. Okay, what's available in the content to play, but also how is it the ease of use to make? What's the depth, the in-depth that I can create something with? Is it, you know... Mario Maker levels, or is it something really deep that I can do way more with? And I had to kind of think of those types of perspectives, uh, which was a little bit different for me because I wouldn't just jump in and say this game is good or this game stinks. Mm-hmm. I was, had to think about it a little bit different angle. Yeah, and how like how um, like when like when I write, like I eventually get there, and I'm, I, like I I like writing quite a lot. My my writing style is a little bit. If you were to watch me like do it live, it's all over the place. Like my <laughs> sometimes I'll do like the last paragraph first. I'll do yes, like a Pulp Fiction yep. kind of style kind of thing. And I never really know. Like I feel like not too many people really talk through like their like step one is this, which is probably uninteresting anyways. But just I think everybody approaches writing in a different way. And I'm not sure if you've really thought about the way that you approach it. So you're looking at a blank page. Like what do you what, what is your first kind of like step or approach to getting off of zero? I, I just go and that's the problem too. Similar to you is like, I, I would do it like a conversation and be like, mm. Oh oh yeah, that's right. I want to tell you about this part too, Sean. Right. Oh, oh wait, there's this. So I'll write everything out and then I'll kind of reread it and say, okay, this actually belongs here. Let me rearrange this point here. And I kind of write everything out and then I find out where it belongs in the process then at that point. So and, I kind of throw it all up and then kind of organize it. And are you finding that it's like, it's a pretty natural flow of like thought to paper or is it like, I found like I, I started to struggle with it quite a bit, to be honest with you. And I, I like, I like doing like the talking, I think is, has become quite a bit. It's almost like a short, uh, short yeah. way, which was why like I have so much respect for people who do the writing part on the regular, on a regular basis, because like, I think it's way harder to write a, a compelling written piece than it is to like, I can get over, um, improper sentence structure and things like that through like um bombastic ways of talking about it and like yeah, and i right. like doing this thing and it, like it kind of makes up for like me being all over the place which i think is is kind of worked out for sure but like it doesn't for me that doesn't translate into a, a written word so but for you like kind of just getting back into it like you're feeling pretty good like you're feeling pretty like like it, it kind of flows from from brain and paper yeah, because I'll try and do like you said the bombastic ways of talking or the hand gestures and, and the animatedness of, of us. Right. I I will try and do some sort of antidotes slip jokes in there, like try and tie it back to the person writing mm-hmm. it versus just being like, let me open up a you know game um game informer, like read this review thing, like you just have it be a download. I want it to be an experience. I want it to be more of a story than an actual like uh you know homework assignment to read this review. Well, so plus- I try and make it casual and fun. Plus, if you ever get stuck, you can just like read somebody's el- somebody else's review and then just like copy and Philip Musin it if you want. I mean, that's that's what IGN does. So yeah, why? exactly. Dang. <laughs> okay, so quick fire, and then we'll get you out of here. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, what was the last game uh, that you purchased on day one? Last game I purchased on day one. Well, technically, Animal Crossing because I already purchased it the day I could pre-order it. Okay, so that was gonna be my next. My next question was gonna be, <laughs> what's the next uh, game that you that you bought? Are you going to buy I, day one? So that Animal Crossing, Crossing, that one. So what was the last one? What was the actual like, um, one that you brought home you played? I think it was the Far Cry New Dawn. That's that a good game. Yeah. The Dang, expansion dude. on it. I mm-hmm. think that was the last one I bought day one, I think. What was the uh, what was the last concert you went to? Concert? Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> holy crap. It's How long has it been? Time. Yeah. It's been a long it's time. It's been a bit. It's probably this is bad. It's probably was an insane clown posse concert. No, most likely. <laughs> ICP, I think the last I one it. was ICP, Tech Nine, 
Cottonmouth Kings and Bone Thugs and Harmony, I think. Wow. Okay. So I, I won't be asking you what your next concert is going to be. That was going to be my next question. We can skip that one. Um, what is a, what's the best thing about your PC? That I can podcast on it. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, and then the last question is, what's your favorite PSVG show? Mine, easily. <laughs> Prime is <laughs> the best one, right? No. Of course, that's um, the best answer. No, that, you don't have to make up for it. I love it. That's hilarious, dude. Um, no, it, it, my favorite one to listen to, to be completely honest, is uh, typically Bored with Everything with Josh and Kyle. I nice. find them to be a great rapport between the two of them and to be a good balance and, and interest of something that's just a little bit different that I can't get in 90 other places like Nintendo podcasts. I have like four or five of them. So sure. it's like sometimes you guys are all saying the same thing. Sometimes you're not, but bored with everything. I'm bored with video games has different things to talk about. I love than it. Everybody else. I love it, man. Well, um, this has been a long time coming. Thank you for staying up super late and, uh, even donning the, uh, the Patriots cap for me tonight. I appreciate it. Man. <laughs> um, tell everybody where they can find you on the internet and, uh, where they can find all your reviews and, and keep up to date with all the good things happening in the PSVG land. Yeah, you can find me on basically all social media platforms at PSVG Kevin. Um, my reviews are on gamesreviews.com. And if you want to learn more about play some video games, head on over to PSVG.blog. That gives you the links to everything there. Thanks, man. Well, this is, a, this is great, man. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry you have to cancel it again. Probably one of the coolest thing that's happened over the last couple of years is like with Make Us Better, the old Patreon that, that we used to run, um, gosh, that seems like a lifetime ago, doesn't it? But uh, through that, we, when we brought in PSVG into the Make Us Better uh, for that short-lived little stint, um, man, we just became really, really good friends and close with Donnie and Kevin and everybody and Caro and Jason, Lucas and everybody else. Like, I, there's too many people to even name. I'm, I'm obviously leaving out a few people. But like, what a testament to being able to join in together in a in a Patreon and then having split, but still remain very, if, if not like if nothing else, we may be closer now than we were even before. And I think that's incredible. I think the world of Kevin and the team over at PSVG, you guys definitely should go check those guys out um, on Twitter, PSVG, PSVG Kevin. Um, thank you so much, Kevin, for stopping by. And we just, we ran the gamut, man, as we tend to do here on We The Gamer Cast. And if you, dear listener, want to support the show in any way, I'll give you a couple ways that you could do that. You could follow me on Twitter, at Sean Capri, Sean Lake Connery, Capri Like The Pants. You could retweet this the pin the the, the pin tweet on we the gamercast at we the gamercast on twitter you can talk about the show on your own podcast you can rate it on apple podcast like a five star with a little written review saying this is a uh, majin that's a callback guys uh you can follow me on twitch at twitch.tv slash sean capri and if you like the show even just a little bit above average you can go to patreon.com slash yumi capri for a buck or two or ten or whatever you like you get bonus content to my solo show, uh, the Pants Patreon podcast. I, st- I talked about this top of the show, but you can also get this show early. You also get um, a cup of Joe and Nintendo early. You get Nintendo talk early. You get all the things. You get the once a month Yumi Capri podcast between Bobby and I exclusive. It's great. Just ask me. I'll tell you. Before we go, guys, though, I'll switch gears a little bit. From self-promotion to um, other promotion, please Support Highly Intelligent, Jared Gauthier on Twitter. Support Johnny Casino on Twitter, Johnny underscore Casino. Johnny, in particular, with that that Radio is Lame show. 
I'm not sure exactly when it's gonna when it's gonna air, but I'm on a show and I'm pretty sure it's coming up. So check out that feed. Check out Johnny underscore Casino. Lots of cool stuff coming out there. Otherwise, this has been We the Gamer Cast. It's now in your ears. I'm gonna be back next week with um I think Kaylee's next week. I think Kaylee's next week. So I hope you'll be there too. Now it's time for Jason, Jason, Sean, Jason, Sean, Sean, Jason. Jason. Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!